everybody, and welcome to another episode of Daily Dose of Reality. I'm Megan. I'm Brendan. And today we're here to talk about the most recent episode of Shaws of Sunset. Yeah, so uh, Megan and I were talking about this while, like, just after we finished the episode. How is it that this show always hits? It's so good. Every single episode. Like, there, there hasn't been a single episode that's disappointed. And I'm always kind of expecting it. Like, I'm waiting for it. Because, I mean... I love Housewives. I love Vanderpump Rules. But there's always episodes here and there that just, as you said, don't hit. They're a little right. boring. They're just kind of filler episodes. There's not. There's never been a single filler episode since I've been watching Shaws of Sunset. Absolutely. Every single episode brings it. Every, every single one. Uh, even, you know, even though we've been on this storyline, uh, I, re- I remember last week when we talked about Shaws of Sunset, I was like... I don't know how long the storyline's gonna last. Well, I mean, it's, it's still going. It's yeah. still good. Too. It's really good. Um, this episode specifically started out with Destiny meeting her sister for lunch. I mean, whatever. She was talking about the fact that she dated Sara's brother, or not even dated, hooked up with Sara's brother. She make. I honestly feel like she's making it seem way more than it is. Definitely, one hundred percent. Her sister was kind of awkward. I don't know how. Like, apparently, her. Destiny and her sister used to have like a little show on Bravo, People's Couch. Yeah, like one which, of those shows like in between Disney Channel shows, kind of. Yeah, exactly. Like a little filler episode, like actual filler episode yeah, in really. between if a show ends early or something. I don't know. I, it was probably like 15 minute show. It I was, don't even know if it was on Bravo or if it was just online. I literally, she did. I don't know if she said it. Like, Yeah, it was interesting that she brought it up in this episode because I actually did hear that Destiny was on People's Couch. She was... The host of that, but her sister was really awkward, and it was just a weird conversation overall. I just don't know why it was included. Basically, yeah, all that happened was Destiny said, "Oh, I, I kind of like Sara's brother. I don't know, but Sara's not a, like, I don't think she likes her brother. I don't think she's even talking to the brother. I think she just wants I don't something to talk about. I don't think Sara's brother is talking to her. Yeah, I just don't think it's a thing at all. Yeah, not worth it. And. Gigi and Sara, mm-hmm. speaking of the devil, um, which honestly, I, for some reason, I just do feel like Sara is a devil. Really? I like Sara. Really? Yeah. What about her? That's weird. Well, I, I don't know. I just feel like she's like an okay person. I don't know. She's bothering me a lot. Like, I, I, I can't get give bothered. You, I, even the way she responded to Gigi. So Gigi tells Sara that she was pregnant. And that was weird. she basically miscarried, but she still had the embryo inside her like it hadn't passed through yeah yet. like in the fallopian tubes uh uh what the embryo was like implanted and yeah it's called an ectopic pregnancy so mm-hmm. it was out, like attached outside of the uterus within the fallopian tube and sorrow is really awkward about it. she's like oh wow girl like she's like crazy wow insane yeah maybe it's possible that she already knew about it and the producers were like, okay, Gigi, you're going to give a rundown. I and guess. then Sara was like, like, she's just a bad actress. I guess. I, but I it think was that's really weird. It. I don't know. Or she just felt uncomfortable with the situation. But also it was possible. weird. She's like, oh, girl, like, that sucks. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> like, it was weird. No, was, like, Gigi was thing. telling about, like, a serious thing. Like, um, they're getting their chakras aligned, aligned and opened up, yeah. I think. And they went to this Reiki master guy, and that was pretty much it. 
I mean, the he guy was taking he was taking all of this energy away from this bad energy away and moving it around. And right, I it, always find that kind of stuff interesting on all of these reality shows. There's always at least some point in the season where they go and see a psychic or a medium or go to a seance or go to a Reiki master. And yeah, I always find that pretty interesting. And it's something that I actually really want to do. So I definitely I'm kind of jealous. I definitely think that something like the Reiki master is more along the lines of something that I can understand. I have a harder time like, uh, understanding the mysticism with like a medium you know what i mean like talking to dead people i don't know i'm i'm really into that kind of stuff and i definitely believe in it but i can understand people just not having the bandwidth to (laughs) understand it i mean well specifically like we're watching we're re-watching uh beverly hills right now and um, we had this one lady, Allison, who was Oh, my like God. A- well, I mean, if if you guys have ever watched Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, you know Allison Dubois. Or even if you haven't, if you ever heard of the show The Medium, or just Medium, it's based on Allison Dubois, which is weird considering Allison Dubois is a sucky human being. And Medium, Patricia Arquette's character, was not yeah. a shitty person. I mean, not at all. It, like Allison Dubois definitely gave, like, I don't know what the word is. She gives like a bad name to mediums. Yeah, exactly. Because she's like, you know what's great about me? I know exactly how she and her family are going to die. And it's like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah, (laughs) no, I I don't like that. That was really weird. But overall, I think if you find a legit medium who, you know, obviously isn't a scam artist who's reputable, I think that that's something that I really want to do. Yeah, yeah. Anyways... Nima and Shervin are like hanging out talking about the fact that Reza blocked them on Instagram. Yes, and not just Instagram. They're also their phone numbers and on Twitter too. And the reason that he blocked them was because basically they said, hey, we are not taking sides. Even though you you drew a line in the sand, we can't take a side. We're also you know, supporting MJ. We think that you guys should talk. We're not saying that MJ's right, right and you're wrong. We're just saying... Like, we're going to walk we the wanna, line. Exactly. And they went to MJ's mom's birthday party, as we mentioned last week. And Reza... Retirement party. Oh, yeah. Why did I say birthday? Yeah, retirement party. And Reza just thought of this as an ultimate betrayal. So he blocked them on everything. So childish. It really painted Reza in a bad light. I was just like, what the... What are you talking about? Also, any I could never see myself blocking my friends. Never. No matter what. Anything. Because you never know what... I mean, it's just like a childish... It's weird. It's dumb. Like, what if they needed to get in touch with you for some reason? Right. Like, I don't know. It's just... We'll get more into Reza because he's still pissing me off later in the episode. Mike and his parents talk about, you know, that whole... What is it? that he has the apartment, oh, co- the uh, condos. Yeah. The, the renovation project yeah, that he and his that brothers he owns. have. They're like, please just sell the property to somebody. Yeah. So you don't have all this stress. Uh, and you know, it's going to be two years of hard, hard, hard work. And do you he, know what you're getting into? And he's really stubborn about it. And he's like, no, I want to do this. Not sure if it's the best decision considering he doesn't have experience as a project manager. I mean, he has a, a little bit with his own house, but That's he needed different. Reza for it. Exactly. And Reza has said many times that he pretty much took 
over that entire thing. Yeah, he thing. did like the whole Mike thing. Mike didn't really so. do much. So his parents are really worried about it. And Mike says, okay, fine, I'll get it appraised just to kind of appease you guys. And we'll see how much it's worth. The guy who appraises it says it's like two to two and a half million, which I think Mike was somehow happy about because it meant that he didn't have to sell it. Because if it were more than that, he'd feel kind of obligated to just right. sell the property, I'm, make the cash. Like, I don't remember how much they bought it for. I think they bought it for like 750000 like 10 years ago. So like two to two and a half million just based on property values alone is... It, I mean, it's, it's good. good. It's yeah. pretty damn good. And they haven't done anything. I mean, if you look at, if you're watching the episode, you can see, I mean, it's like back, a dump. It's a dump. Yeah, it's a dump yard. It's literally just location and the potential. Yeah. So I can understand that Mike really wants to just take this, un- like, as his baby and kind of raise the property. I get it. I re- like, he wants something to work on. Realistically, he's got his I... girlfriend, Paulina, who, sad note, we didn't get to see her once this whole episode. <laughs> I know. I was, and they even talked, he even talked about her to his parents. I was like, well, where yeah, is let's she? Let's see her. <laughs> yeah. Bring her out. By the way, how do you spell Paulina? Because on the closed captions, they did P-O-L. Well, uh, there's P-A-U-L-I-N-A, which is uh, Mike's girlfriend, Paulina. They spelled it like P-O-L-I-N-A. Well, then there's time. Tommy's Paulina. I know, but I, but this episode, they spelled every Paulina P-O-L-I-N-A. They probably were just going off of Tommy, the fact that Tommy's lawyer's name, Paulina, and it, it's sort of like Paulina. Speaking of which, Tommy has this hoe lawyer. Oh, oh, right, because of uh... her. Okay, guys, <laughs> she came to the house wearing this like tight, like short dress. Yeah. Her bra is hanging out, and she's there, lo- like the lawyer basically helping Tommy get out of. Super low cut. Super low cut, and she's the one who's trying to help Tommy with his, you know, battle against Reza. Right, his civil and criminal cases. Since he broke a lot of plants at Reza's house, that could either be a felony or a misdemeanor, depending on how much property, like the value of the property like that was broken. If it was over four hundred dollars, then it's a felony, right? Yes, which is, I mean, in Virginia, it's two fifty. Like oh, really? $250, uh, well, at least when we were growing up, is considered a felony. But <laughs> How do you know this? Uh, because I just remember, that was just one of those facts where like... I know that, I guess I can kind of like picture it somewhere, you like know what seeing I mean? it. Yeah. But $400 in LA, like I feel like one plant is $400. Right, I was like, that could be literally a cactus. And then he's got a civil suit against him because Reza filed a restraining order. Like... You know, when this first happened, I was like, I can understand where Reza's coming from. But looking back on it, I would never call the cops on my friend. No, you would figure out how to handle it. I would figure out how to handle it. I would handle it like... like if You'd be pissed, and you know, rightfully so, but at the same time, you wouldn't immediately call the cops. If he broke my fucking fence and like ripped out the dirt in my yard i even then i'd still be like what the hell right i wouldn't i wouldn't call the cops i would see if you could sort it out with him first like you need to pay for this or or i'm gonna call the cops right exactly it's ridiculous and speaking like speaking of what i was saying earlier this lawyer is like a little hoe (laughs) and i looked it up apparently she was um i want to say lamar odom's like one of his mistresses so, uh, 
Fun fact. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So she really is a little hoe. I'm a little shocked. Oh, all right. <laughs> I saved that to reveal. Wow. Okay. Um, um, yeah. Well, I guess she is a little bit of a hoe then, for sure. A little hoe. A little hoe. And also, Tommy and MJ go to therapy because Tommy's been really upset. And I don't know. He kept saying he was angry over the fact that MJ almost died, which I was kind of confused about. MJ, well, MJ also said that he was he was angry. Like, I don't think he was angry at anything in particular, but he would be quick to get angry, and she couldn't understand that, maybe? Gotcha. So they went to therapy, therapy to work on that, and basically come to the conclusion that, you know, Tommy needs to be able to talk about his PTSD from almost seeing his wife die... And seeing table. and seeing his mother die, or no, having his mother die, and like right. holding that in, that resentment in exactly. So it makes sense, and it was kind of sweet to see how MJ was comforting him. Like they were, I love them as a couple. Yeah, the, it was it was great to see this this part of their relationship, uh, especially considering like all of this nonsense Drama. and noise exactly. around them. Yeah, and it makes you also just. I don't know, feel even more bad for Tommy that he's being treated, like that he and MJ are being treated so poorly by Reza. Yeah, yeah, it, it does. Then this is when things got really sad. Gigi had to go to the hospital to get both of her fallopian tubes removed because, um, as we said before, she was having an ectopic pregnancy and the she was given a bunch of, like, like chemicals. chemicals to try to just have the embryo pass through. Right, dissolve her, and pass through. Right, but it wasn't coming out. And so she had she was forced to have her fallopian tubes removed completely in order to get it out. She was having like really bad cramping. And she said, I think she said it like burst. And yeah, like yeah. It burst the tube. It's like super Ugh. rare to happen. And she basically said, which we have mentioned in like before, but... She had many pregnancies, like, throughout when she was younger that she, like, aborted. And she feels that this is, like, her karma. And that's so sad that she feels that way. That's sad that you have to go through life, like, thinking that. Yeah, it's really upsetting. I I felt so sorry for her. And she's, like, handled it really well. She basically said that she's, her eyes are open just to the fact that there's so, this drama that's going on between MJ and Reza and between everybody is just so... It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all. It's so minuscule on... On so many levels. Right. And she just had her eyes open to that. It was really upsetting. And she's upset that she's never going to be able to naturally get pregnant again. But also, I mean, she's like 40 years old. Yeah, she is 40. So it's not that crazy that she wouldn't naturally get pregnant. Yeah, in general. You were already not going to naturally get pregnant because you were doing IVF to begin with. Right. I mean, it's sad that she had, but still. Even if you were trying to have a baby, once you're like at 40, it's like Even older, even younger, sometimes it's difficult. So it's kind of confusing. But it's still upsetting for her. All everybody come um comes back like over to Gigi's house after that. Yes, to be there for her. Everyone's bringing cakes and flowers and you know all these things to cheer her up and be there for and we, her. When we say everybody, we mean everybody. everybody. We've got Destiny, Reza, Nima, Mike, Sherbin, um, Sara. I think that's it. Yeah, that's everybody. Which is a lot of people. Except and it made for me- Adam. 
Except for Adam. Thank God. I don't want him around. I was going to say keep him. Yeah. And it made me so sad because I thought MJ literally had to get her uterus removed. She was also giving birth to a baby. She actually almost died and nobody came to check on her. What is up? It really does make you, it, 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 it made, uh, you know, Megan pointed it out and it really made me like take a step back and look at the whole situation. I was like, I don't know why that everybody is here for this and they almost didn't care. Yo, is for it for MJ. the cameras that you guys are now being good friends or what? Well, it's not even that because Gigi was like, Shervin, I wanted you there when I'm I was in the going. hospital. And Shervin was like, Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. Yeah, but nobody was in the hospital. No one was at, but even after the hospital, no one was at MJ's house. I mean, the first person to see the baby was, was Nima. Was <laughs> Wait, speaking of Nima, he had like a band aid on the back of his head the whole episode. We didn't realize this. They did jujitsu in the beginning of the episode. Episode, right. like Nima and Mike did. Apparently, he like cut his head or something. So he had a band aid. <laughs> and somebody like commented on this post on Facebook. It killed me. They were like, Is it, what did they say? Is it his push light to make his teeth light up? Yeah. <laughs> it was so funny. It was so funny. We were cracking up at that because his teeth are so white. They're blue. They're blue. They're, yeah, it's like a black light. Yeah, really. Oh, honestly. Um, but it was really sad to think about the fact that no one was there for MJ. And and then we get right into Reza talking to Mike and Nima about how they betrayed him. Yeah. Which is not the case. It's not the case. And, you know, uh, I was glad to see Mike, both Mike and Nima fighting back and being like, no, dude, we we were being and neutral. And Shervin. Oh, and Shervin. Yeah, they were all, they were like, we were being neutral. If anything, we were yelling at MJ immediately. We were immediately on your side, yelling at MJ for what she did. We took your side originally. We heard, then we heard her side out and then we realized, okay, you know what? She feels bad about the situation, uh, her part, but you did play a part in this as well. Uh, So did Destiny. So, you know. So So did Adam. Yeah. And then Reza's immediately crying and saying, well, me and Adam almost got divorced over this. Okay, well, first of all, yeah, there's a reason for that. Because Adam fucked up. Because Adam made a mistake. Just Dummy? because, just because, even if MJ did bring this to the table, like, you should know. If you're upset that Adam did this, then, then why, wouldn't you want to know? Then it's, like, bl- look at Adam first. Yeah, and, and he's just freaking out at res i mean at um mike and nima saying that they're not true friends that they're not there for him that he's feeling isolated even though who do you think's feeling the most isolated mj who's literally by herself at literally home literally nobody is filming with her yeah, basically exactly so it just pissed me off so much and then i guess mike somehow got through to reza by the way another reason i like sara sara is like they're rubbing um reza's back while he's screaming like she's being like up uh, his ass i get it i get it yeah it just annoyed me i'm like you're just holding on to reza somehow to stay on the stay show. on the show yeah, yeah. she's yeah. like well if reza doesn't like me how am i gonna stay on no one else really <laughs> cares if i'm here yeah and reza then i guess just all of a sudden kind of changes his mindset yeah he flipped entirely and he says 
I am sorry. I need to apologize to MJ. I'm sorry for putting you guys through that and making you have to choose side or making and you feel that like, you need I to know, choose sides. I know I fucked up. Yeah, like, I said some disgusting, vile things. And I was just like, okay, Reza, like, thank you for finally admitting to that. Let's hope that you stick to that thought because you've said before, yeah, you're right. And then all of us, like, next second, you're like, no, I, I'm right. It was weird because it was... It almost like caught both of us off guard. Like he totally oh. changed what he was saying all of a sudden. I mean, I was happy with the change, but still, yeah, confused. it was like, oh, okay. I right. didn't know you. I actually didn't know you felt that way because of the way that you've been acting so far. Exactly. And that wrapped up the episode. It was kind of, I guess, ended on a happy note because we're thinking, okay, yay, Reza and MJ are finally going to make up. They're at least going to walk into the same room. And we do see a clip of next week's episode where they meet up at a bar or something to talk. And it looks really awkward and uncomfortable, but I'm just praying and hoping that they somehow make up. But I really don't know because I've heard in multiple interviews with MJ and Reza that they're not friends anymore. But it's possible they did that for the show show to maintain... Like continuity, I guess. Right, right. That's what I'm hoping to, because they have to do that with a lot of other shows, Vanderpump, you know, any, like, any other show too. Oh, yeah. No, I guess that is. I mean, true. it doesn't make sense if they're like, let's say when Jackson and Brittany broke up, if all of a sudden they're like, we're engaged, like, <laughs> they have yeah. to hold some of it. You're right. You're right. Should we get into daily, daily winners, winners and, and losers? losers? Yes, we should. Okay, I'm trying to actually think of my winner. I've got one. I uh, actually, I definitely got one. I've got one too. Okay, ready? One, one two, two, three. three Gigi. Mike. Oh, that is a good one. Okay, I'm gonna say Gigi because I mean, for obvious reasons, she went through a lot this episode, medically and emotionally. She put herself out there talking about the fact that she feels her abortions were car- like karma, which was really upsetting to hear again. Like, at first, she said it in a couple episodes ago, and I was like, maybe that was just a throwaway comment, but she keeps saying it, which makes me think she truly believes that, and that's really upsetting to hear. Yeah, it may, like, she's a winner because we're, like, She's putting herself out there, but that's not it. I feel empathetic for her, but at the same time, what she went through, and also her bringing everyone there together to talk about things, she opened everybody's eyes up to, you know, hopefully forgiving one another, having another way to communicate with each other. Yeah. I felt that she was like the catalyst and hopefully making Reza and MJ reunite and become friends again, which I was really surprised about because she was so anti-MJ like a <laughs> couple know. episodes ago. But I feel like this really opened her eyes and changed her mindset, this whole ectopic pregnancy um, yeah. situation. So I was, I definitely think that Gigi was the winner. Okay. Uh, I thought that Mike was the winner because, um, you know, I, I guess little victories with the, uh, house and like him succeeding and being able to do the house like renovation. Um, but I think he's the biggest winner because he was the one who specifically got through to Reza. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, in the, in the moments that mattered, like Gigi set, set him up for, uh, success. Yeah. So, like in football terms, Gigi was uh, the quarterback. Yeah. And uh, Mike was uh, the receiver, I guess. And <laughs> and they scored a touchdown. And they scored a touchdown. Yeah. Which is Reza changing. Speaking of Reza, should we go into losers? Mm-hmm. We should. One, 
two, three, three. Nima. Nima? No, I'm just kidding. It's Reza. I mean, listen, Reza kind of changed his place on my ranking at the very end of the episode, but overall, him crying. It was too late. It has been too late, Reza. It was like the last 30 seconds of the episode. Exactly. You can't save yourself at that point. Yeah. So, I mean, for obvious reasons, Reza was the loser. He has not been supportive he i mean he was kind of supportive of Gigi, but he also turned like the whole situation with Gigi around onto like making himself the victim yeah yeah exactly he's like yeah sorry about your like ectopic pregnancy and you having to get your fallopian tubes removed but he um would, you guys he, betrayed me he would never say any of those words oh yeah you know, but because... i'm just saying he's like you guys betrayed me yeah he did that. he did say that part and I, I don't I'm know. Isolated. Um, I almost like. Also, I would say Adam's a loser, but he wasn't even on the screen. I mean, he's a loser just by Existence. association. I mean, like he he brings Reza down. Adam is awful. He's a weenie. I hate him. Like, he's he literally needs to be off the show. I don't want to see his face anymore, and I'm glad that they're like limiting his screen Me time. Too. I guess, but Paulina is getting nothing compared to him. We need Paulina back. We need Paulina. She's been gone for one episode and we're like, where is she? I bet that they did scene. I bet they filmed scenes together, like more scenes. And like, they're just not showing Paulina for they're whatever reason. They're being withholding of Yeah. Paulina. <laughs> because Paulina's too nice and normal, I feel like. That they're like, what's the point in showing these stupid scenes with Mike and Paulina? It's too normal. But that's what I like. I know. I like seeing that too. But I guess they... Uh, I don't know. They like, figure the viewers just want to see all the drama. The people on the cutting room floor have different thoughts, I guess. Yeah. Well, I think that's basically it. What else do we have this week coming up? Uh, this week coming up, we got um, uh, Vanderpump. We got Real Housewives in New York. And soon we're going to have Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, which we said we've been binging. Um, to We're, we're not going to catch up, yeah. but right now we're almost through season two. Yeah. And, and I mean, I've I've already watched all of the seasons before, but it's been a while. So I am remembering some things. It's honestly so sad to see Kyle and Lisa's ugh. friendship. Yeah, their friendship. I mean, because they're such a such a cute duo. I love watching them together. And it's sad to know that today in today's in today's world. Yeah, they're no longer friends. I mean, I'm just I don't know, like I can see precursors of why. Lisa and Ken would cut Kyle out of their lives like so quickly because Kyle was like, Oh, Ken, you offended somebody. And well, I guess we can. Yeah. Get we're not going to get into time. all of that, but yeah. <laughs> that right. was a little too specific from season two. Yeah. I don't think anyone remembers. <laughs> hey, you guys watching this with us, <laughs> yeah. but it is. Yeah. It's upsetting to see, but it does also like making me excited for, yeah, I season can't wait. Whatever this is going to be, season eleven. Maybe I think it's season ten. I think it's ten, eleven. I think it's eleven. I think the taglines are going to be released tomorrow, so Ooh. maybe we'll we'll talk about those when we recap Vanderpump Rules. Um. Okay. So we got Vanderpump. We got Real Housewives of New York, and another episode of Shaws. Yeah, and like we said before, we're probably going to start recapping, keeping up with the Kardashians, but we just we need some. We'll see because we have so many shows to watch right now. We also have. Not much background. My I mean, background, I have a lot of background. My background in keeping up with the Kardashians is everything I see on Daily Mail, Snapchat. 
<laughs> so which is just like Kim wore some more army green yeah, jumpsuit. It's like or and sweatpants. Kim playing in platinum. <laughs> <laughs> she would wait. Oh, oh. no! Like at you first, know, I was thinking with the platinum plaid. blonde. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, platinum. Platinum. Anyways, that's about it, guys. We will be back with Vanderpump Rules later in the week. Yeah, thank you for listening. We love you. We love you guys. Bye. (laughs) 